What is up, Stu? Studies. Happy Thursday, everyone. July 28, 2022, and welcome to episode number 365 of the study session. I am your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me today. I am excited to talk to you about training camp. Yes, we had our first training camp practice yesterday. The team is currently, or actually getting ready to start practicing as I record this, and life is good. I hope you're having a great Thursday here on this practice Friday, Friday Eve, Friday Junior, whatever you want to call it, but it is exciting, and let's talk about what transpired yesterday. Well, there's always the quarterback talk that's going to dominate conversation. And again, you can't glean anything that's going to project into the season. But what we can report from a lot of the reports from our friends out there in Steelers Nation, Beatland or Writerland or Blogland, is how the quarterbacks perform. Mitch Trubisky had a bit of a rough day, starting out missing three of his first four passes. And even though he said he had a command of the offense, it didn't show right away, but you can't make any types of judgments or criticize him for that. It's early, first practice, no big deal. Kenny Pickett struggled as well. He was picked off on his final pass by undrafted rookie free agent Carlin's Platel. And remember that name, Carlin's Platel. If you remember this summer, Jim Wexel and I talked about him, and Jim said how they were running Platel on the slot. They're getting a look at him to see if he potentially can contribute at that spot. So it's a good opportunity that he's splashing that way on day one of practice. We'll have to see if he does anything moving forward. But Pickett had a struggling first day as well, in addition to Trubisky. Mason Rudolph started 4-4 and threw a 60-yard touchdown. Now it was on a screen pass to Calvin Austin, but to say the least, he had the best day of the three. And Chris Oladokun did not get any snaps. Interestingly enough, Calvin Austin talked about that screen pass that he took in for a touchdown and said that he didn't even turn on the Jets. So if that is the case, we are in for a treat with Austin in terms of his speed. But it's good to see the rookie wide receiver making some splash early on. I thought it was also interesting that yesterday Mason Rudolph talked about his approach to his repetitions in camp, and he said that he's treating every repetition like it is, it is his last. And if you are a follower of the site, if you listen to the study sessions, if you read any of my work, you know that I've been saying that Rudolph will not last the season with the team, that he will be moved before the end of camp. So I find it a bit ironic that he did say that because I do believe that these reps this year in camp are going to be it for Mason Rudolph. Deontay Johnson is going to take a page out of TJ Watt's book from training camp last year and engage in a camp holding. He's not going to practice until that contract gets hammered out. And according to Mike Tomlin, he sees that as a positive thing for the younger receivers on the team because it provides for more repetitions for them. And he's got a point because there are a lot of young receivers on this team. I just mentioned Calvin Austin, George Pickens, flashed a little bit in practice yesterday as well. Couldn't pull the ball down on a couple of the throws, 
But Johnson not taking those snaps is going to give some opportunities to these younger guys to get some experience and reps with the first team. So that is a positive in looking at Johnson's holding. Now, are they going to get a contract done before the end of training camp? Who knows? One thing is for sure, the Steelers are not going to overspend for Johnson. He's a good wide receiver. He's not an elite one. It depends on what type of price tag that he's going to demand and whether or not the Steelers are willing to meet him in that area. If you checked out the Still Study yesterday, I wrote an article about the signing of the running back Jeremy McNichols. He played for Tennessee last year, and I talked about how this signing puts pressure on Anthony McFarlane and some of the other running backs. McNichols played with the Titans in 2021. He had 41 carries for 156 yards, showed some versatility, able to catch the ball out of the backfield, 28 receptions for 240 yards. And in the first practice with the team in camp yesterday, he did some nice things. So they're going to give him every opportunity to compete. I keep mentioning that they, the Steelers want a back in the vein of Noel Day Moore, and quite possibly McNichols could be that guy. The signing of McNichols, what I talk about in this article, is it puts a great deal of pressure on Anthony McFarlane, who really was absent yesterday in yesterday's practice. There wasn't really much reporting on him on anything that he did, so he's going to be pushed extremely hard. Now, I've been highly critical of McFarlane. I don't feel like he's a natural ball carrier. He seems very awkward and like he's laboring when he's running the football. Not a lot of agility or lateral movement in his runs. He's a fast guy, one-cut runner, but it just hasn't materialized for him. And I think he is in very much jeopardy with McNichols on the team. McNichols is also going to push those two undrafted rookie free agents and Mateo Durant and Jalen Warren. It was reported that Jalen Warren was getting more burn yesterday in camp than was Durant. So we'll have to see and monitor that running back position. But this much I feel confident in saying, and I said this when I issued my first 53-man roster projection, I think Anthony McFarland's time is done with the Steelers. It's time for someone new, and that back is probably going to be Jeremy McNichols. Some injury news from the first day camp. Undrafted rookie free agent T.D. Moultrie was injured. It was speculated that he was dealing with some cramping and also Miles Killebrew. I don't have any updates on those injuries, but as information comes in, I'll be sure to provide updates on that. And that's one thing to keep in mind that the Steelers have to really hope happens this training camp is that they could stay healthy because the healthiest team is typically the team that is able to make that push and make that run. So they have to be smart about training camp. Tomlin is going to do that. You think about the key players on this team, Najee Harris. You got to keep him fresh. You don't want to expose him to a lot of contact. You want to make sure that he's game ready. But that's why you have these younger guys and these players that need to prove themselves and show that they deserve to be on the roster, like Anthony McFarlane, like Jeremy McNichols, giving these undrafted rookies and Jalen Warren and Mateo Durant an opportunity, but making sure your star guys, your proven players, your Minka Fitzpatrick, Cam Hayward, TJ Watt, there's no benefit for them practicing. Yes, get them adjusted to the contact, but that's about it. There's no need to take a risk for injury. And finally, today, the last thing I'll hit on, Ben Roethlisberger was talking to the media about 
you know, being away from the game. But he also talked about how the me first attitude of a lot of players today rubs him the wrong way, which then in turn, Cam Hayward heard that and took it personally. There was a little bit of back and forth um, where Ben retracted his statement. And I just got to say this. It's time to move on. Who cares? Ben is no longer the quarterback of this team. It's time to focus on the future. It's time to focus on what Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett is going to bring to this team. Roethlisberger has never been one to hold back his words. And even though he's not with the team, he found a way to send a little bit of a ripple through the team enough so that Cameron Hayward was asked about his comments and and Cam responded. But to non-story as far as I'm concerned, we're moving on. It's brand new Pittsburgh Steelers football and life is good. Remember, I am going to be in Latrobe for training camp August 4th, 5th, and 6th. A lot of content coming your way. I am so excited for that. Excited that I'm getting back into a routine here with the Still Study. Jim Wexel and I are going to have a ton of coverage together over on his site for the Still City Insider. Our podcast will be up and rolling as well. So please be on the lookout for all of that information. And as always, please know that I am truly grateful for you and for your support of the site. 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 Yin's beautiful studyings. Let's connect. We can do that one of three ways. Comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page. Hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Get into the Saturday Steelers mailbag this weekend. Podcast coming your way. And remember, as we rock out on this Thursday, August, August, July 28, 2022, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. But you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.